Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Now, I first want to thank my Heavenly Father, and I want to thank my listeners for joining in as we discuss some topics that some individuals really kind of like, do we really want to talk about this, or how do we talk about this? I'm trying to log on to Facebook Live as I'm doing this. For some reason, I just cannot do Facebook Live on my iPad anymore. I don't know why, but it's all good because I'm still trying to figure out, oh, I got this thing turned backwards. I'm still trying to figure out how to make this stuff work. And once I get this technology down, it's going to be all good, but... Right now, I am doing the best I can with what I got, and that's all I could do. And I'm not going to worry about it and drive myself crazy. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me in as we talk about this very interesting topic. And today's topic is entitled, Living Your Best Life. And when I say your best life, what does that mean to you? Because aging is no joke, and many did not realize how time really go by really, really fast. I was thinking about that even today as I was laying in the bed, and I had to get up, and I couldn't get up because my, my joints, my aches, all my pains, and all this other stuff. But I said, you know what? I'm going to get up when I'm ready, and I ain't going to let this stuff get me down. But I remember back in the day, I could just flop off the bed. Can't do that no more. <laughs> so... When we talk about time goes by really fast, and what one used to be able to do, one may now need assistance, only remember sometimes the good old days. Now, I've got people logging on, so let me log on my callers as we start talking about this topic today. Hi, this is Jeanette, number in 8-3. How are you doing? Good, good. I thought your topic was interesting, so I called in. <laughs> well, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it because when we talk about living your best life, it's like, what is your best life? Now, we're going to be having individuals on the air from all different ages because I'm waiting on my friend, Ms. Linda. i got to log her in. She in her 70s. Because I want to know what is the secret to aging because my daughter keeps telling me I keep complaining all the time, and I'm only 56. I'll be 57 years old, and I mean everything hurts. I'm sitting there now, Facebook, trying to open up a, a bottle of water. Can't even do that, so I can take me a Tylenol pain pill with arthritis. So when it comes to living your best life, what does that mean to you? Well, I do think that aging is a, a process. It, it gets difficult as you get older. And I think mm-hmm. that you have to, like especially if you're retired, like find interests, mm-hmm. find things that you like a lot. Um, try to do different things. Otherwise, it can get kind of depressing getting older, you know. I think it's also accepting that you might have a little bit of a different energy level or, like, for me, like, my hair start turned pretty gray, like, the last couple of years. And I'm now going through, like, it's growing out. Like, do I really want to highlight it and keep on dying it? Or maybe just, you know, have it be gray. Does that mean it looks bad? A lot of people have gray hair, and it actually looks good. So I don't know, you know, it's just kind of having to, I think, adjust and um, like reassess things and kind of just make your 
you know, life as good as you can. And, you know, money is difficult, you know, as you get older and if you're retired and all. Um, but I'm really struggling now with, like, with the gray hair thing. But I think I might just let it go and just You know what? Right. And because my whole hair, my whole grade of hair changed as I got older. And when I start getting gray uh-huh. in other areas, cut it off. <laughs> so, so did you let it go gray? When you even start getting gray nose hair, I pluck it out, you know? Great eyebrows. It's like, really? Your eyebrows turn gray? Everything just starts turning gray. You know, but then it's the Now what do you so, do? Well, I, so I pluck it out because I can't dye my hair because I have an autoimmune disorder. So if I dye my hair, my hair will fall out because I can't deal with the chemicals. Oh, uh, okay. But the thing is so this. You won't, you just, you, but you don't like the way it looked when it was gray? Oh, no, I love it. I love it. I don't, I don't dye my hair. I've never dyed my hair. Now, I'm a wear wigs or I may wear weeds or whatever the case may be. But the thing is, you do what works best for you. You gotta like you. No, That's I know, but did did you did did you let your hair go gray or you didn't? Mine only goes gray in the front part of my hair. I, my whole head don't turn gray. Oh. Okay. okay. So I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah, so yes. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do, you know. I'm supposed to get it cut in about three weeks, and then mm-hmm. I could see how it looks. I mean, I don't really, like, like it a lot, it being gray, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure. You know, it's, like, really it's really bad for your hair when you keep on dyeing it. Like, I notice now my yes. hair is yes. very, um, you does. know, it's like, it kind of ruins it after it's been, like, two years, and I noticed how it changed when I started dyeing it. Correct, but you know what? You said the key word, what you like, what looks good on you. I've seen other people. I, I remember one of my um, my husbands, he started turning gray in his 30s. His gray looked good, but it was because that was hereditary yeah. in his See, gray hair don't really have much to do with your age because you got people getting gray hair in their 20s now. Let me log on by right. next guest. She can help with this question. Give me one second. Hi, this is Jeanette. Welcome to Fresh Predicaments, Blog Talk Radio, number N97. How are you doing? Okay, somebody just logged on. Oh, hello. Is, well, is this me, Jeanette? Yeah. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I, I don't oh, need I help with to address the question. her. Because Gray is so pretty. They got, oh, go ahead. Yeah, okay, I mean, I, I think that it is kind of pretty if you accept it. You know it's what I mean? Plus, you can, like, it's, there's so many colors of gray. I mean, you know, gray, they're, they're really uh, embracing the gray these days. They're even making gray wigs. So if I was you, if you feel good mm-hmm. about it, go for it, honey. Well, I don't know if I feel good about it. I don't know if I feel good about it. It's pretty gray. More oh, than okay. Than, That's the point, not, then. That's it not, right there. It's not salt and pepper, but it's like more gray, like it's turning pretty gray. But you know what? Gray's closer to blonde, and that's, I had blonde oh, highlights. So, you yeah. know, so I don't know. So I think I might just like kind of let it go like a lot of people do. And, you know, it's like, I mean, I'm I'm pretty, you know, my eyes, my face. So I think that it could actually well, do it. Do what you think you look good in. You know what? Yeah, I'm going to get my hair. Like, I, I have to get it cut. I'm going to get a bowl shaped cut, a bob that makes you look like younger, too. And I think that yeah. um, I'm just noticed that I think dyeing kind of ruins your hair. It changes yes. the, um, you know, if you keep on dyeing it, 
it like right. changes your hair. Mm-hmm. It does. It changes yeah. your texture. But the thing is this. The, that's the difference. And when I say the difference with men and women, because we respond to things differently, we can practice. We can put on a wig. We can do this. We can do that. We can play makeup. We can see what it looks like. I haven't even posted the the Facebook real thing on because I'm like, I didn't have no makeup on. Barely put on lipstick because I don't do makeup. But by that same token, it doesn't take away your beauty. The beauty is within. And that's why when I say living your best life, life is precious and life is short. People ain't got time for all of that. You know, whether it's your hair is green, gray, blonde, beige, whatever the case may be, we learn how to live with it and make the best of it. And I think that's that's very true about aging in general. Like you just, Mm -hmm. you know, you could get really depressed about things, you know, your health, different things that might be happening. But you have to not only make the best of things, but, you know, work out, do your things. You know, you just have to keep on trying and going. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you can get yourself in a funk, you know. You know, and that's what we got to get. In 2023, we got to get out of that funk. You know, Lynn, and you know you've been knowing me since I was a kid. And every time I look at the mirror last night, right. I, I look so much like my mama. I'll be like, really? Really, Jeanette? Really? Yeah, you do. You really do. I just look at Jean all over again. But for me, uh, being 70 years old, I'm loving it. I look great. I feel great. And I, I, I like what you do kind of get on a downside. It will it will take you there, but you can't stay there. I My thing is I buy clothes. I buy mm. wigs. I do things that make me happy. You know, I go exercise. I do something to get up out of here. I clean mm-hmm. up, whatever the case may be. But I, I love the life I'm living today at 71 mm-hmm. years old. You know, mm-hmm. I really am. I've seen people in their 90s, in their 80s, and I admire that, you know. And it's it's interesting because I am a therapist, and being a therapist, I talk to women and men from all walks of life, all different ages, and I'm noticing that most of the people that are coming my way are much younger than me than versus being in their 50s, 60s, and 70s because even therapy is taboo to some individuals, but we all need somebody to talk to, to bounce things off of, to try That's to get true. somebody yeah. if not even understand us, but acknowledge that we're feeling a certain way about things. Because mm-hmm. even my this arthritis was kicking my butt so bad and Jerome gonna say, Do I need to do like my mama used to do me? Do I need to throw some water on you? I was like, if I could move, I would. <laughs> if I could move I had to wait mm-hmm. until my body but once I got up, once I got going, I'm going to make the best of it. I am going to make the best of it. Even if my best is not what it used to be, it's the best I can do right now. Because it's still. And also exercise. Like what she said, the lady that was 71 now, like you just came on. You know what you said, this is Lisa, like exercise. I mean, just getting out. You know, like tomorrow I'm going to clean yeah. my house. I've been wanting to do this for a long time but I'm really going to do it. I do half on in the morning, like hour and a half kitchen bathroom. And then in the afternoon, the next day or the morning, the next day, I'll do the other half of the house. Right. Cause I have to take and, a break too, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so, but but like, then the whole house, like, uh, then the whole house will be clean. 
after a couple of days right. and you just feel really good about it. And I think, and it's exercise and then also getting out of the house and, you know, just, oh, right. I don't know, just all that stuff, oh, kind I of see. just enjoying, enjoying where you're at, enjoying the day oh. for what it is. And that's about it. Uh-uh, Liz, right, I because like, a- like for me, I like to, um, like, I, like we were saying about the cleaning up and everything, but I have arthritis really bad. I have spinal arthritis in my back really bad, and some mornings uh-huh. I just have to push myself to get up, you know. But you got to do it, people. You got to if you lay there, them um nuts and bolts will tighten up, and you won't be able to move. So I just suggest to anybody. That's in my age bracket, or uh, even in their fifties or sixties. That's got arthritis. Whoever, you need to get up and move it around. Get up and pray first, and then get it going. That's what mm-hmm. you got to do. You, you really do they, because you otherwise you'll sit there and rot. I mean, you're not not rot, but rust. I oh, no, you will, just you like will rot. Talk. You'll rot. You'll rot yeah. eventually. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah, really, well, it's really. I uh, mean, Man on the wizard, the Wizard of Oz. I need some oil. <laughs> but you know what? Mm-hmm. That is true. But man, this is the thing we gotta realize. It don't come with age. <clears throat> it don't come with age. Because uh-huh. I had arthritis in my thirties and didn't even know I had arthritis even in my thirties. Right. Yeah. I had it at a young age, and guess what? How I found out? I fell. I think I was um thirty, almost forty, almost forty. And I mm-hmm. feel, and it opens up your arthritis. It's in your body. It's mm-hmm. in your, everybody's body, but it's a thing that brings it out. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's age, and mine was a fall. Mm-hmm. And found out I had arthritis in my doggone knees. Yep, that's true. So, yeah, well, it's there. I want to get some information. And this talks about five top ways to live your best life now. One, live in the present moment. Oh, my God. That's the most important thing. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. We got to live in the present, meaning what's going on in our life now, what's present now. That's the first thing. The second thing we got to do, do things you love. I love talking. I love therapy. I love cooking. So I'll get up and Mm -hmm. I will do those things because you got to find your passion. That's true, Jeanette. Is take care of your mental and your physical health. Because it is so easy to slip into depression. It's so easy yeah. to yep. talk about things you can't do. Now, I, at first I couldn't open up that water bottle, but I'd be doggone. I got it open. I took my fingernails and started scraping around the edges until I was able to pop that seal, and then I got it done. Now, so when you start talking about your mental, if you notice that you are experiencing anxiety, depression, loneliness or you're grieving because some individuals have what's called uncomplicated uh, complicated grief or complicated breathing. Go see somebody, talk to somebody, and build or repair meaningful connections. You know, that's another thing. Boris, Boris, I'm that. not going to cut you off, but Boris, the grieving and the, uh, depression, I've been there. Uh, when I'm the loss of my son, and you know, uh, Jason, I I got into depression really big, and I got really big, and I just, but it was low key. I let no one know 
but they can tell that something was wrong with me. But it's real. So people. how did you get out of that? I was so depressed how for years, and I still get into a slump. But to, I'm I'm treating it differently today. I can uh-huh. deal with it better today. Uh-huh. You know, good. That's you another way. Did you have I, it I really did bad? Did you Looking have it really it. bad for years? Yeah, I did. Well, no. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. See, some individuals basically have been diagnosed with depression, and they do battle depression. And depression is different for everybody. You know, some individuals, they handle it differently. See, like I said, with me, I watched my mother be depressed. And I didn't want to go through depression, so I do my best to try to cheer myself up, do things to make me feel good, because that's one thing I don't want to fall into that lump, but I know that people do that. Like I tell people, you can feel it, but you don't have to stay there because help is available. And that's when we talk about building and repair meaningful connections. You know, Lynn, I follow you on Facebook, so I see some of the things you post. I listen and I pay attention to some of the things that you say. And if I hear or see you going to, I'll call you. Hey, what you doing? Hey, what's going on? Or either something is going on next. That's where we build those meaningful connections with other people that are like-minded so we don't feel alone. And that doesn't mean that being alone means you're lonely, but those connections are important. They're very important. You know, call somebody. You know, I called an old friend of mine, and when we got off the phone, the first thing he said was, I love you. You know, we shouldn't mm-hmm. be ashamed of And that's, the, oh, that's a beautiful thing right there, yes. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about you. How you doing? So build them or repair them. Now, not all relationships can be restored because some people have done some things, but you can't forgive them because you can't live your best life if you're holding on to grudges, bitterness, and resentment. That will hold right. you down. So part of living your best life is living because you cannot live if you're dealing with all of that hurt and pain from the past. And set healthy boundaries with yourself. That right there is priceless. Boundaries are important, and your boundaries first start with you. Mm-hmm. So, Lynn, in what way? Can when you, you say you want to say about setting healthy boundaries, you set yeah, healthy boundaries by knowing where you draw the line at in life, knowing how and where you stand, knowing what you will and will not tolerate. You know, that's why boundaries are important, and you be consistent when you're setting those boundaries. So I'm going to ask you because you asked the question in what way. What, do you, what, what is one of the things that you say, let's say you may struggle with, when it comes to or setting boundaries, I want to try to help you with what, that one. Can, can you repeat that question again? When you ask the question, in what way do you set healthy boundaries, what are some of the things or what's one of the things that, uh, what does a boundary mean to you? Well, what I do is, like, I don't allow myself to hang around crazy people or just really, like, you know, like I, I went to this group online and they had a group where they had like, um, it wasn't online, it was um, it was like on like a Zoom type platform and the people were talking about um, like this guy was like a, 
like a what is he like a tour guide but he gets like depressed and talking about depression all these crazy people were commenting online about it I'm like I can't stand these kind of groups it was just crazy you know one woman saying how she was you know raped and whatever these things her parents did to her I mean people were just taking the whole conversations up with what you know I was just like I this was like the most depressing thing and they talked about meeting again I'm like I'm never going back to this kind of group online so like I think like if you find something you really don't like stay away from it if you find something you like, go towards it. And if you don't, and there are people that you don't like being around, don't be around them. And if there are people that you like being around, like like I do Mahjong. I love Mahjong. So now there's a group on Thursday, and now there's another group at my place of worship. I'm going to actually go tonight. I've been thinking about it for a while. I'll be the only one wearing a mask. But my boundary mm-hmm. is that I need to wear my mask to protect myself. I know they won't be wearing masks. But that's it. I just wear my KN95 mask. And I just, so you know, what? like, like, having, like having your boundary. Like the boundary is right. I can go, I can enjoy this, and then it envelops all those other things about doing what you enjoy, meeting mm-hmm. other people that you can share things with that might be nice. I mean, I don't know about mm-hmm. good friends, but, you know, at least I can try to meet some more new people and have people, you know, more to relate to and just have fun really playing the game. So, you know, and then there was another group I go to, like a meetup group online. They're just really nice people, and we discuss old movies. So I like being around them. So, like, I'll watch the movie and then meet with the group. I don't do it every week, but once every third week or so. But they're just, like, a nice group of people. So I just try to hang around people that are positive, that I can enjoy things with. And I'm trying to find more things, you know what I mean? And you know what, and I like what you're saying because it's part of learning. You want to be around people that you can learn something from, like-minded. And like you said, a lot of individuals have gotten to the point where we talk about living your best life. And, Lynn, no, we know people that have died from COVID, so we know that. And COVID is real. Just right after Christmas, I remember I started feeling sick, and a friend of mine said, Jeanette, you need to test. You need to test. I'm like, I don't want to test. I don't want to stick that thing in my nose. But the thing was, when I tested, I was freaking positive. So you got people still testing positive for COVID. It's not went away. So if you want to go somewhere, well, there you are want people, to work there are people that are dying. They're in the hospital I, that are older that are dying, and that's something you can get really depressed about. I'm older and I have conditions. I'm high risk. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. I, I haven't gotten COVID yet. It's three years, but I have to live with the fact that COVID's going to be around for a really long time, and I just have to do things. Right. But but just be careful. Like, I don't go to restaurants. I'm sorry. There's certain things I don't want to do. I don't want to be in a group of people where no one's mask eating. Exactly. But if I can and wear a mask and, you don't wanna you know, and go to things. You want to be aware. You want to be aware. Now, let me read what it said about setting healthy boundaries with yourself. Now, being an adult, setting boundaries for yourself to keep yourself accountable and healthy, you must set boundaries and a system that aims to provide you with the best plan for happiness towards moving forward. By establishing these boundaries for yourself, when they are not practically enjoyable at the moment, you can create a system that allows you to create healthy structure for your life and monitor your behavior. So these boundaries are about structure and behavior. Now, boundaries are what keep you from staying out at night, eating fast food at night, and adding structure and discipline to your life. Now, let's talk about staying out at night. Then the other day, me, Jerome, and Reggie went to the casino. 
why we look up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Lord knows I have no <laughs> understanding until 2 o'clock in the morning. By the time we got home, it was 2.30. And one of the ladies that was in the office, she said, you know they put something in the air through the air conditioner so that we don't go to sleep, that we stay up. They put it. And I said, I know that. They put something in the oxygen, something. Because if I was at home, ain't no way I'm going to stay up to 2 o'clock in the morning. But when I'm at the casino, right. I for sleep. You cannot go to sleep. <laughs> so you breathe in something to keep you awake. So, right, right. Think, so boundaries help us do that, and we discipline our life, which adds us to overall happiness. Happiness is a choice. we got to choose to be happy, just like what the lady is saying. It sounds like she's not going to engage with negativity. She don't want to be around negative people. And that will spoil your happiness if you let it. Now, again, That's so boundaries and structures can keep your life in harmony. That's how you live your best life. Meaning, and we know that boundaries are different for everyone, as our limits and needs differ from everybody, but determining your boundaries is up to you. Some of the boundaries that they talk about is limiting outdoor screen time. You don't want to be outside all day because that can drain you and make you sleepy. No phones before bed because sometimes the conversation could be causing you to have nightmares and you're thinking about stuff. Staying out too late, not drinking or eating in excess. Lynn, you know one of the things that I learned in my 50s, I remember back in the day, girl, I would love me some Louis burger or some chili cheese fries and some yeah. I can't eat that stuff late at night no more. After about uh-huh. 8 or 9 o'clock, I can't do that no more because it is terrible. No, no. And um, no, another no thing is... Um, not eating out every night. Fast food sounds good. The other day I, I cooked. I made steaks, smothered it in gravy, rice, zucchini. Jerome was like, ooh, this tastes better than fast food. You know, so sometimes you got to learn how to change your your diet, too. And not even though fast food is convenient, I have nothing against it, but you just got to be mindful. You just can't keep living like that if you want to live your best life. Honey, I can't live, excuse me, I cannot eat out like that no more. I just won't. I don't want to. The way the people are in these restaurants today, the way the things are going in these restaurants, you can have fast food. I don't even mm-hmm. care about it no more. I'd mm-hmm. rather go home and make me a hamburger. Mm-hmm. I really would. Well, your hamburger is a lot more healthy. It's a lot more healthy than what you eat at the restaurant. You know what I mean? I don't eat out no more like that. I can't. Yeah. But I I, I, I will go to a birthday party or something like mm-hmm. that at a restaurant with my friends and family. But for me just to get up and go, no, I'm not doing it. I don't want yeah. to either. Here is some you won't eat at the restaurant? Have... You won't eat at the restaurant is what you're saying? No, I said I, I don't eat fast foods like that anymore. As far as a restaurant, if it's a birthday party or, or my daughter's going to invite me to dinner or something like that, yes. But fast food, all these hamburger places and all these, uh, the little, you know what I'm trying to say here, all the little fast food joints. 
I can't mm-hmm. go there anymore right. like I used to. Like the uh, Taco, I don't eat Taco Bell no more anyway. But all that crap. <laughs> oh my God, Taco, Taco Bell is like the worst food. Like I ate there yes, it is. one yes, afternoon, it is. and I, I thought this is like this, it wasn't ago. even food. It wasn't even <laughs> food I, anymore. I, I can't I believe people eat Taco that. Taco Bell twenty five or thirty years ago, honey. I feel like they cheat. I, I can't do that. The cheese. And the way they're <laughs> asking these restaurants, these fast food places, you don't want to eat no way because that's what I be seeing on Facebook, the fights break out and all throwing food. No. <laughs> I've seen all that stuff. It made me really get out of it. Well, How did you get to your point? How did you get to your point where you... Let me share some information with you guys. Can I ask a question? Yes. Can I ask a question of that lady? What is your name, the lady that was 71 and that said she's living her best life? Linda. 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 I have a – Glinda or Linda? Linda. Linda. L-I-N-D-A. I have one more question. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I have one more question for you real quick. When you said you were depressed about losing your son and you were in, like, a really bad depression for, like, a lot of years, how did you kind of get out of it where you could manage it more? Oh, uh, well, it, uh, I'm going to just say it wasn't a lot of years. It was like two to three years, but that was long enough mm-hmm. to be depressed. But, like, I gradually, I prayed. I talked to God a lot, and I, like, really brought myself out of it because I said I, I looked at myself and I seen the weight that I had gained and and. and I wasn't happy the way I, I shouldn't have, nobody should have to live like that. So I said, no, I can't do this no more. I, I, I had got to almost 200 pounds, uh, 196 <gasps> at least. And I, wow. I, that's not me. I'm a little person and I'm still overweight right now, but I, I've always been a small person. But to go look at myself in the mirror to see this, I just broke down in tears and it's making me cry now. But yeah, it was bad. But I had to come out of it. Correct. And we go through emotions. I'm going to call one of my friends. We talk about aging and the aging process. I hope she answered the phone because I think she just turned 85, I believe. Let me see if she answered Oh, my God. But I want to go. I'm calling her now and see if she answers. I don't recognize this phone number. Now, when we talk about living your best life, it's the energy. We got to think of energy as a limited resource. Oh, she probably doesn't even recognize this phone number. Is we got to look at energy like money in an, into an account. You begin the day with a certain amount to spend. The amount of energy can vary from one person to another person, you know, such as your age, your sleep, your stress level, your medical condition. There you go. Hello? Hello? Ms. Park? Can you hear me? Ms. Park, you answered the phone, and I don't want to hang up. You didn't answer, picked up the phone. How you doing, Ms. Park? Oh, no, she didn't answer the phone. I didn't even know the phone was ringing. Ms. Park. Gotta love her. Just gotta love her. Ms. Park. She answered the phone. You Maybe know she, I think she picked up the phone. She did pick it up. I know she maybe, picked it up. Maybe she doesn't know. Maybe maybe she didn't know someone was on. Hang up and call her back and then see if she picks yeah. it up. Yeah. Let me try it again. 
because it sounds like she's with somebody. Because she picked it, picked it up, and then it just. She might, she might not have thought anybody was on. <laughs> oh, boy. Miss Parks? Hello? Hello. How you doing, Miss Parks? I know you don't recognize this number. How you doing? Hello, I can't hear you. You on the radio. How you doing? Oh, good. Who is this? This is Jeanette. I know you didn't recognize this number. No, I <laughs> I had to call you from this number because the other number I had to do Facebook Live because I can't figure out how to do Facebook Live on my iPad no more. I don't know how to go live. So I'm doing a show, Miss Parks, and today's topic is living your best life. You just celebrated a birthday. How old are you now, if you don't mind telling us? I'm like, I'm, uh, I got something to think myself. 87. <laughs> you said I got to stop and think myself. You said 85, right? Oh, you 87 now? Yeah. Ooh, wait. So how Praise are you living God. your life? Praise 87. God. 87. Wow. What is your best life to you? 87, Miss Park. Oh, girl, I don't know. You know, we just, uh. Moved uh, Saturday. Oh, I didn't know you moved. I moved over here to Gulf Canyon. I didn't even know y'all was moving. Okay. So, this is a bad time to call me and ask me a question like that. You know what? I can tell because I could hear you was grumbling with the phone and all that other stuff, but I didn't even know you was moving. You didn't say yeah, nothing about moving. Moved, uh, well, I knew but I didn't know when. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But you know what? One thing that I know about you, Miss Parks, you make the best of your situation. <laughs> you ain't. Yeah, you got to do. There it is right there. What you always tell me, there it is. And, you know, the one thing, and I appreciate you for that too, Miss Parks, is I like talking to individuals that are seasoned, mature, because it gives you hope and lets you know that just because you retire don't mean you go die. That means slow down a little bit. Enjoy life. It don't make no sense to keep running around like a chicken with your head cut off, and that goes back to the energy. So now that you're moving, Ms. Parks, I'm going to let you go. But I knew it was in the 80-something, but I know with COVID, we haven't been seeing each other as often as we used to. Because I still remember 85. You like me when I got stuck at 42. I didn't know you were 87. <laughs> but you keep doing you, Okay. I will. All right, love and, uh, you. Uh, let me tell you this while you're on the phone. I think they're going to do Martin Luther King on the 16th, but I'm not sure where. All right, let me know. I'll be there. Okay, okay. Okay, all right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Miss Parks, is, that's that's my girl. Sometimes when I'm with Miss Parks, I think I'd be with Rosa Parks. <laughs> so when she was talking about the She didn't have to move it. She didn't have to move into like an old. Where did she move? She didn't have to move into an old people's home, did she? No, she didn't. She ain't going to stay in no old folks' home because if they put her in a – when she got to do rehab, she called me to come break her out. So <laughs> we'd be like Lucy and Ethel. She, uh-uh, she ain't going for that one. No, she lives with her son, and they – sometimes oh. they move from one residence to another residence, but she ain't going into no, no senior citizen's home. She don't want to do that. She refused to. But no, but well, she that's another started... thing. Like, I never, like, I don't want to ever do that. There's, like, I hear so many stories about people in the old people's home. It's just so sad, and I just hope I never have to do anything like that. 
You know, this is what I, I live in. in a, uh, senior, I live in a senior complex, fifty-five mm-hmm. and up, and my place is well, awesome. Not bad, oh but my it's, god! But, but it's not an old people's home. But it's not an old people's oh, no. home. I'm it's talking about where, home. like a nursing home. No, this is what I tell no, my I kids. Don't think... This is what I tell my kids. I don't want to be a burden, and I don't want nobody to feel like they have to take care of me. I come with a chick. So I would rather it be someone where we can, you know, they can take me where I want to go. We can go do what I want to do. And we do it in a way to where you're not abusing me or mistreating me. So if I had to go into a retirement home, but I'm going to be in there playing dominoes, blackjack, bingo, I'm going to have me a good time. Now, I know that sometimes individuals, um, I want to say their quality of life is a little different and sometimes their attitude. But when a person gets down and depressed and feel like nobody loves me, they threw me away, that kind of helps, it deteriorates them. But I don't want to be at my daughter's house and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her. Like my mother used to say, you ain't going to be throwing me no hamburger knowing I ain't got no teeth, you know. So everybody's mindset is different. And they even changed the way they do long-term care. I remember back when I was looking for policies and stuff, if you had long-term care insurance, it lasted long. Now they only give you seven years. It's like, what if I need to be in there longer than that? You know, some individuals have their own homes to where they can get in-home care to where somebody come and live or take care of them in their own home, but it depends. Shoot, I, in my 50s, I, got, I have a hard time getting in and out the bathtub now. So, you know, it depends. It it depends. But let me give you guys, when we talked about the energy management, I want to give the listeners, it says seven tips to increase your energy and live a happier, healthier, more productive life. We already talked about eat more nourishing food. People don't realize that what you put in your body is very important. Here's another one, Linda. Sleep. You've got to get you some sleep. Some people get so scared they think they're going to miss out on something. You know, they're scared to go to sleep. Get you some rest. You don't want to sleep too much, but you don't want to sleep too little. What about your sleep pattern, Linda? Do you get enough sleep? No, I don't have a good sleep pattern. Uh, I, uh, I found as I got older, my sleep is not good at all. Used to, mm-hmm. I could go to sleep at the drop of a hat, but as I got older, my sleep just went down the drain. Uh, mm-hmm. My doctor prescribes me medicine to sleep because I do have to rest, but I don't have a good sleep pattern at all, baby, at all. Okay. All right, listener, what, what, is your, what about your sleep? Do you get good sleep? Because I know even in the day when I'm doing therapy, if I need to take a nap, I take a nap. I learned the importance of sleep. Even mm-hmm. Ms. Parks well, go get some rest. I try, I I try to get – I need about seven hours of sleep, so – like last night, I didn't have a good sleep at all, but I'd say some some nights I do, but I don't sleep, you know, like eight would be great, but I don't sleep like as good as I used to, but I wouldn't sleep, say my sleep is horrible, you know what I mean? Like I'm normally getting about seven hours. I wake up really early though. I have a cat. She gets me up at like four in the morning. So I go to bed really early, about nine. So I'm just used to that, but I think... um you know, sleep is real important, and I don't have, like, a major problem with it, but a couple nights a week it isn't, like, good sleep. 
Okay. Which isn't bad, you know. A lot no, of people have a lot of No, it's bad, but it's very important. Very important. So you got to make sure you get some sleep. And um, the next one is keep company with good people. Yep. You want to make sure, like I said, you, you don't have negative in, individuals around you because they will draw, they'll, they'll basically drain your energy. So That's you right. want to make sure you take care of that. And um, the next one after that is avoid news overdose. You know, a lot of times when we get older and we age, we worry. We start taking on things that's beyond our control, whether it's our kids, whether it's our neighbors. And not only that, Lynn, and you know and I know that we get to a point to where we have so many friends and neighbors and relatives that have passed away. So we um, get caught up in that rut. But we got to avoid news overload. What's your take on that, Lynn, with avoiding news overload in order to live your best life? What did you say my name is? No, I'm talking to Lynn. Her name is Linda. I call her Lynn. Linda. Oh, okay. Okay, she just disappeared. Okay, so now, now I'm talking to you. What about your with avoiding news overload, overdose? I think you have a good point. I think you have a good point. Like you get older, you can start worrying more about things and the news. It's just so depressing. I mean, the world's becoming crazy, crazier and crazier. It really is. I I don't think this is made up. I really believe this. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's a matter of just I'm older and you always think that way about younger generations. Everybody mm-hmm. says this. The world is getting crazier and crazier. You just kind of got to try to stay away from it and don't watch the news too much and, just try to hang around better people and just try to, like, live your life the best you can because if you just sit and listen to the news, you'll get just too depressed. It's just so many craziness. I mean, absolute craziness. You know what I mean? Right. It's, like, depressing. And do something meaningful each day. We talked a little bit about that. And think good thoughts for others. When you're positive, sometimes you will bring positivity around you. And it talks about here are a few simple activities that will help you become more mindful of caring for yourself. Monitor your energy. Monitor it. I call that protecting your peace. You know, you want to make sure in order to live a good quality life, you want to make sure that you're also protecting your peace. So protect your energy, monitor, monitor your energy, and make incremental changes. If there are some things in your life you want to change, do it. But don't make drastic changes because sometimes when we make drastic changes, it can stress us out. So we want to be careful with that. And we don't want to become or overwhelm ourselves. That was what I was saying with Ms. Parks, with her moving and move, all of this other stuff. That's a transition for her. So she's making sure, and I respect that that was a boundary, she said. I didn't try to keep her on the phone. I didn't try to force her. Because she let me know, right now is not a good time, I'm busy, I had to move, and I acknowledge that. So you want to make right. sure that if people do start tapping into your peace, you got to let them know, not right now. And plan and prioritize. That is also important. Now, I want to speak a little bit when we talk about living your best life and relationships with others. Because as we age, you know, I know myself. I tell people I'm glad I don't look like what I've been through. I'm sitting here. My intern is texting me because she tried to call me. I 
wasn't able to show up this morning because I could barely put my clothes on. My clothes all crooked. My hands was hurting. I'm like, ugh. But made it through. See what I had to do. We got it taken care of. You know, this year I have adult children. I got grandkids. I got a granddaughter that will be 20 years old this year. That's in her being her third year, I believe, in college. I got adult children. My son will be 38. My daughter will be, what, 36. I'm like, thank God I still have the activities of my limb and in my right mind, but my kids are getting old. Even my dog is getting old. I had that dog for 13 years. That dog be like, look, I ain't going around. <laughs> so when we talk about our best life, we got to look also our quality of life. And when we talk about our quality of life, don't beat yourself up if you're not able to do some of the things you used to be able to do. I think that's where a lot of us get caught up in a rut, where, you know, we were so used to doing certain things, going certain places, taking certain vacations. Now when we go to the airport, we might need a wheelchair or we might need a walker. Or we, your quality of life is going to change, but that doesn't yeah. mean we got to Life. Truthfully, I don't even think I could take the stress at the airports anymore. I haven't traveled since COVID. I just don't mm-hmm. feel like I've traveled. Yeah. I, I don't know. I've changed. I've traveled a lot mm-hmm. in my lifetime, and I just, I have no desire. I mean, I just, it's too stressful. I just, you know, like I get stressed if like something major happens, like I had like to get brakes in the front and the back of my car, and I could hardly afford it. I mean, it was just like the most stressful day for me. I just can't take too much stress like that, and I just, you know, I've decided that. I mean, it's not like I'll never travel again, but I have just no interest. Mm-hmm. And, and that changed. And that changed. And it's okay. It's okay. I can enjoy myself around here playing mahjong if that's what I'd rather do or go to a meditation sound bath and just enjoy myself with the free activities around me. And, and mm-hmm. accept that as I get older. And I think that's okay to be like that. It is. It and is. that I can't you know, I'm learning now how to go certain places. You know, I don't like long car rides because I can't sit that long. But even going to the airport, walking around, ooh, I'm moving slower now than what I used to. And I want the plane to leave me. But you got to be mindful of your quality of life. Now, I also want to talk about with living your best life, letting go of self-doubt. we got to let go but of that's, self-doubt. But, did you, but, but, but what I said is, is good, don't you agree? If I don't care to travel anymore and I have no desire, it's a change. You change as you get older, and that's what my change was, and I've traveled the world. I've been to Europe 13 mm-hmm. times. I just don't feel these needs anymore. And you do change over time, and I like more you know, just being able to have a more stable thing, similar things around me, being in the same neighborhood. I like even walking. Sometimes I'll make a change in my walking pattern. Sometimes I won't. I just do whatever makes me happy. And that's, and that's what you should do. That's what that's you what should do, honey. That's fine. And yeah. see, some of the people have to travel, and that's what they plan on doing in regards to their golden years. And I, and I want to say that I just Some thought about that. Yeah. Like I thought about the movie The some Golden pe- Girls. They had fun. <laughs> but some people some people haven't traveled. But I've Got traveled you. the world. I've traveled the United I, States. I've been so many places. Mm-hmm. And if you've been there, done that, like my mother used to say, been there, done that, got my T-shirt, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just not what you want to yeah. do. 
but you got some individuals that never had the opportunity to do that, whether they were working, raising kids, or financial reasons, or whatever the case may be, and that may be something that they plan on doing now. You never know. Right. But you want to let everybody different. You want to let go and address your fears. You know, um, Linda, a lot of individuals are living in fear, and it's hard to be the best them when they're afraid. What would you want the listeners to know as it relates to living with fear? Well, my fear for is like traveling and different things like that. I'm good where I'm at, but for it's fear, I don't like planes. But if you do, I love it. But I, my fear is planes, and I can live with that. But I will get on a plane, which I got to go to my niece's wedding in June anyway. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm just fear of flight. I mean, yes, I'm, I, I don't like to fly. Mm-hmm. So what was the question? Uh, say that again. Well, what did you want? Fear. You know, some people fear getting old. A lot of men. Well, I don't fear, fear getting old because uh, that's one of my fears I, I thought I would have. I really did. But now that I've reached this age, I'm not afraid anymore. I made it through. And I, I, I made it through with a good look. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get all broken down. I didn't get, like, a lot of us are not, not talking against anybody. But I, I made it through looking well, walking well, with my white mind, you know. And I, I'm just, you know. That right there, and you know what? And that's a but good I'm not way of I had sent some information out to um, my cousin, and he didn't call in. But I wanted to know some male's perspective too. I'm going to call somebody else because I want to. I got a, a male friend. Good. I would like to hear. And he is in his. I believe, and when uh-huh. I've been in his, some of the kids think that he in his. I know his, I think school just started today, so he may be at school. Some of the um, kids think he in his twenties and thirties, and he in his sixties. Body go to the gym, work out. He do all of that, but he do not look like he what his age is. So I like I said, I think I know I believe school started about today. So and he works security at the school, so he might not be the answer. And it's crazy I heard him he before. On his, he was on his way in the gym the last time you called him, Jeanette. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, he yeah. I want to about living his best life because now that he is the age that he is at, he's able to do a lot of things now that he probably could have did when he was younger. But I think now he's in the season of, he's in the prime of his life now. There you go. Right. Rick, I got you on the radio. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing well. I know you're busy, but I just had to let you t- tune in on this topic, and people wanted to hear from a male. So when you talk about living your best life, what is that like for you, Mr. Rick? Uh, well, being, uh, being economically stable and uh, being loved. Being loved? Be, 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 being loved. Okay, and I forgot to tell you I love you, too, when you told me that yesterday. I didn't mean to hang up, but I love you, too. But when we talk about living your best life, are you living a life now that's different from when you was younger? 
now that you're older? What is that like for you? Because a lot of men are afraid to age. Yeah, well, I, I'm in the weight room every day because I, that's one of my fears, for sure. But, uh, you know, living, living, you know, living your best life, like I said, you know, living your best life to me is having ready money in the bank. And, you know, and, uh, you know, have, have some kind of spiritual placement in your life and be in love. I mean, I, I can't think of uh, any more than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my nephew, I was just talking to my nephew, and uh, he's 36, and he, he, fell in, he fell in love. And uh, he fell in love, and there's a, there's a certain glow about him now. Yeah, but you know what, Rick? I got to take you there. And you, a long time ago, shared, and I know this, some people, I'm going to rephrase it this way, some individuals are in love with the idea of being in love. Being in love, yeah. And they they strive for that because Mm -hmm. they don't realize that that love also causes pain, confusion, hurt, because communication is huge. In order to keep that love going and even living your best life in a relationship, because you want to be with someone that you can grow old together. You want to be with someone and you have someone in your life to where it's like, you know what, we're living our best life right now. We're enjoying life. We're not afraid. We're we going to ride this sucker till the wheels fall off. And you want to do that with someone that you are in love with. And that yeah. loves you back. What's that song when the man saying, it's so good loving somebody when somebody loves you back? And that's a fact. You know, because some individuals. And, and, and for me, that's the essence of it all. Mm-hmm. You just said. And I guess that's what I've been trying to say. You just covered it with the song. And there's, a, there's another one by uh, Frankie Beverly, Joy is Pain. Anytime you see a flower, it has to be. You know, 
just real. Yeah, like I, I wanted. I did learn on Christmas that you had a boyfriend, Lynn. I said, "Lynn got a boyfriend." Yes, I do have me a boyfriend. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Lynn in her seventies, and Lynn looks damn good to be a Lynn got a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, I've been in love long time ago. I've been there. I thought I was in love anyway, but right now I'm finna do something else. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know what yet. I'm gonna don't know what yet, but we'll see. That's uh, what you say, Rick? I, I was just gonna say you were talking about the sisters in the seventies, and it's just amazing yeah, when you were young, right. or somebody in their seventies. You know, you just you just thought that they stopped doing a whole bunch of things. Uh huh. You know, you just yeah, just yeah. You know, on with the bed, they woke up at breakfast. <laughs> Not no more. Uh-uh, I remember, yeah, I remember but... I had to say Bobby McCarty before he died. He said, I remember back in my 30s, I was doing this and that and that and this. He said, now all I can do is pat it and wish it well. I started cracking up. But see, he said, pat it and wish it well. The seventies ain't like the old seventies used to be. I'm sorry, but it's not. I know. I, know, I'm not, I, I can imagine. I know. Oh, I'm not. When I'm when you met me, I was in my what twenties or thirties when you met me. Twenty eight. You're twenty eight or twenty nine. Oh my God, that was so. Reggie, how old is Reggie now? Reggie is thirty seven. Okay, so yeah, you was about thirty years old because I, I met you when he was eight. Yep. Woo! Those were the days. <laughs> And I and uh, I I remember I remember telling you, sitting on you, uh huh. And you said, "Why?" I said, "You're attractive woman. What's gonna be? What do you mean, why?" <laughs> now you you know what you know what, Rick. You ain't seen me in a while, but I'm gonna tell you this. If you see me now, I might scare you because I look like my mama. <laughs> really? Yeah, my face look like jeans. And I mean exactly kid. like Gene. <laughs> and I think I, I didn't know Gene was gone. I'd say hello to you, uh, Jeanette Jean. I ain't gonna lie. I know. It's, I look at myself yeah, and be like, Lord, I'm gonna turn this to my mama. I look so spooky. So, Gene, do you have any more tips for us before we hang up? Because I have to get going soon. Okay, any tips? Rick, oh, what, yeah. what kind of tips do you give a man for living your best life? Wow, you know, uh, having a spiritual base, and, and, I, and I, I know I keep going back to the economics, but uh, you know, it's, it's nice. Uh, it's nice being able to sleep at night when you when you're able to sleep at night because your bills are paid. That's true, and you know what, Rick? It goes back to watching the movie The Great Debater when when um, Denzel Washington gives. I have to do so I can do what I want to do. What I want to do. That's I right. tell people all the time, I can now do what I want to do. I ain't got to worry about all that no more. You know, so that does make a difference. Lynn, what would you want the listeners to know about living your best life? What tip would you give a woman, like you said, in her 70s, in a relationship? Or, you know, I would say love yourself because if you love yourself, hopefully someone will come to be able to add to your love, not drain you. There you go, right there. That's it right there. And love yourself and love what you do. You know, just be happy in the things that you're doing for yourself today. Don't wait on nobody to make your happiness. Make yourself happy. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? 
Okay, and the listener that well, was no one else, is, no one else can make you happy. No one else can make you happy. I mean, you have to make yourself happy. I mean, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Well, yeah. I want to thank yeah. you guys. I had Miss Parks on the air earlier too, Ray, because I didn't realize she was 87. So yeah, Miss my girl that made it to 87. Everybody didn't make it. So, so I want you to know. Living your best life, your quality of life, you play a role. You play a role. So as you play a role with living your best life, do your best. Do your best. Yes, yes. Uh, you know what? I, I don't know which one of y'all. You just said love yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, and I don't know what, how I left that one out, but that's an that's a, that's a old principle, love of self.
But until tomorrow, remember you got this. And I changed the time, Linda, for the Tuesday night show to 7 o'clock at night. No, 6 o'clock at night. Because many individuals said that they were more available in the evening times than the afternoon. So, again, okay, anything fine, from because you know, would have been on too today, but she had to okay. go to the doctor's Thank appointment. you. Okay. Thank All right. you. And nice talking to you. It was really nice talking right, to everybody well, said, and yeah, hearing different opinions yeah, and different nice tips. All right. Thank you very okay, much. And bye-bye. enjoy the rest of your day. And remember, you are in charge of living your best life, whatever your best Amen. is. Bye-bye. <laughs> thank you, Linda. Bye-bye. Bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.